Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by Jeer Dad. Hello. Oh, hi, Jeer Dad. That's my Olympic announcer voice. (laughs) How's it going? Pretty good. Excellent, excellent. The cocktail of the week this week is the Rory. That's what it's called. I didn't make that name up. The Rory. The Roaring Twenties? No, no. R-O-R-Y. I knew a dude named Rory. He was kind of an asshole. Rory? Rory. Oh, not Roy. Rory. R-O-R-Y. Okay. Rory. It's vodka or gin, pineapple juice, grenadine, shake it up, topped with champagne, so it's a little bit fizzy. It's kind of sweet, but not like sticky sweet. Yeah, you made the vodka version. The gin version would be interesting, too. It's I, I liked it a lot. I think it's great. It's but very good. It would it be interesting to throw a little flavor of gin in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost used the Loganberry gin that a friend of the squad Ooh. sent us, which I think would also be tasty, but started it this way. Yeah, no, you started the, you know, simpler. Change one component at a time. Yeah, so that's the cocktail of the week. Um, I'll make another one tomorrow and photograph it and put it on salt and glitter and... You can see what it looks like. It's pink. I have opinions about naming a drink just a single name. Like, it's like the Beyonce or the Madonna. What about the Tom Collins that has a first and a last name? That's much better. That is much better. So, I, I'm, I'm all in with that. If this were like the Rory Smith, that'd uh, be okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be good with that. Okay. Or the, you know, Michael Jackson. I'd be, oh, not because of Michael Jackson, but because it's two names. All right, what if the is the first name and Rory is the last name? The... The is Hopper's middle name. First name, the. Middle name, period. Last name, Rory. There's no period. The is Hopper's middle name. Yeah, Hopper, Hopper the, the dog. dog. Hopper yeah, T-Dog. Hopper T-Dog. Yeah, that's better. I, I just think it's like a single name, single proper name or whatever this is called. Mm-hmm. Seems a bit unimaginative, I guess. <laughs> There's no rhythm to Rory. Those are some real white man has complaints comments there. Wait a minute. They're just thoughts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do some dog updates. And by definition, yes, they, they were and they are. Yes. Uh, so I guess, well, let's do business corner first before we get to the dog updates. BarkBox is our sponsor now. Yeah. I am so heckin' excited about this. I've been trying to get BarkBox to like be our sponsor for so long because like <laughs> I have received BarkBoxes. For years. I, I mean, over a decade. Yeah. I love them so much. And I think I had applied before, maybe when we started the podcast and like didn't get it. And so we got picked to be a, like a partner with BarkBox and uh, it's so great. So <laughs> our, our house right now has a lot of boxes of Bark boxes and toys and snacks. Yeah. So I, uh, I signed up Vink for one. Because if you got a new subscription, they gave you the airplane pool floaty, which you have seen if you follow us very closely. Like It Vink supports floating. Vink's weight. Oh, it's great. The thing is awesome. And then, so that got me on the mailing list. And so then they were like, hey, splash pad, if you sign up for a new one. I was like, oh, crap, I want the splash pad. <laughs> uh, I did end up buying us a splash pad, which <laughs> will debut with the squad as soon as which I break it I out. didn't know what that was until you explained it. I knew what it was, but I wouldn't have connected to the word splash pad. Yeah. So it's like it sits on the ground and it's got kind of basically a sprinkler ring around the outside that shoots into the middle. And you well, can it's see. like a kiddie pool with holes in the sides. But it doesn't fill up with water. It's flat. Oh, yeah. It's like the bottom of a kiddie pool where someone's punched holes around the edge. It's a round sprinkler, basically. But the spr- isn't the sprinkler just holes in the edge, in the plastic? How do you think sprinklers work, Ingo? They're like 
metal things that go holes, back and they forth. Have holes in them. <laughs> oh, you're thinking like the. Yeah, those are sprinklers. <laughs> There's also the ones that go like that goes a little arch. Yes, those are good. The, 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 so like, this is kind of like the that. rainbow the, rainbow sprinkler. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. Those are just holes in a piece of metal. In a piece of metal, not in a piece of rubber, plastic. <laughs> okay. It seems like I could have made a slip and slide myself. Just take an air mattress, fill it with water. And yet and you didn't punch holes. In it. I didn't know. It was also, a thing. slip and slides are not filled with water. Oh, not slip and slides. What are you calling them? Splash pad? Splash pad. Also not filled with water. What? How does the whole thing work? You just filled with air. Put it down. The, it's not filled with anything. It's like a flat piece of vinyl. Man, I really didn't, that says, did not look at that picture very carefully. <laughs> Maybe you should reserve your commenting until you know what the thing is. And go. <laughs> hey, it doesn't, hasn't stopped millions of other nightmares. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I've unfollowed or like muted which is a great tool because then it looks like you're still following the person but you never have to hear from them again uh a number of white males who just like were doing a lot of white male takes on things like you know what people don't like enough is pretzels or whatever they should really have a big car with lots of people in it and you could charge each individually to go to predetermined stops Anyway, okay. Anyway, so BarkBox is our sponsor now. And BarkBox sent me an email and we're like, we're so glad that like we're partnered with you now. So like, I feel very special and important. So anyway, if you want to get your dog a BarkBox, uh, all of our bio links have the BarkBox link in them. It's a little, it's not like BarkBox slash the golden ratio. It's like a little more complicated than that, but you can find it in all of our bio links. Uh, and it supports the Waffle Fund if you get your BarkBox through there. And they they do have super cool stuff that they give away when you sign up so we got the airplane floaty they had the splash pad like every week there's like new bonus free stuff that yeah, you so get if you have multiple dogs sign up one at a time to see what cool stuff is coming out next or just like keep an eye until you're like i must have that thing yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like that's the time to sign up uh, yeah. but do it through our link and support the waffle fund they say they're they've been in business for over 50 years in dog years <laughs> it's pretty funny i was probably a very early adopter of the bark box given that time schedule yeah i mean the, the toys always get eaten right because that's the nature of dog toys but we have like a lot of like the plastic balls from the inside of toys mm -hmm. that we've had for years and years guac's but, favorites he guac's loves those balls pink ball pink ball is is one of those yeah, yeah. that was in the baked clam <laughs> one of them looked like a baby's head i mean it was a little disturbing <laughs> i think that's the that's the pink one it's supposed to be a pearl with a little face but it does look kind of kind of like a like an old man baby head. <laughs> Guac loves that thing. Guac does love that thing, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, BarkBox is our new sponsor. Look at the bio link. I'll put it in the podcast description too if you want to, but we're super excited because yeah. I, I legit love BarkBox so much. And so like now that whatever you sign up through our link and it supports the fund, like that's great. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah. We would we would have been ordering stuff from them anyway, but this is a I mean, I icing actually, on the cake. Yeah. I signed Vink up because i wanted that floaty and then i was like oh i wonder if i can apply again to like do a partnership with them and i could and and this time we got in so i actually signed vink up first and then then got it which is clearly cool. the requir requirement is somewhere between two and six dogs six <laughs> was enough two was not enough when i got i think i got a bark box when hops was a puppy oh if the yeah yeah works. no i think hops I has think been getting those early on yep. yeah it's like and once, came, a, once a month right with the mm -hmm. whole slew of snacks and and like three little chew toys they always have a theme it's kind of cute and yeah they have some game in there sometimes but they they came addressed to hopper t dog yes at our 
The new one just comes to bang. <laughs> <laughs> it was always Hopper T Dog. Yeah. yeah. She got mail. Uh, okay. So anyway, that's the business corner. Uh, okay. Dog news. Let me let me talk about Guac's escape, quote unquote escape. So I had the dogs out. I, I actually just had Guac out. And he was like standing in the water. And I don't, you weren't here. I think you maybe had Remy up at the vet. Possible that could have been that time. Uh, you could have been getting groceries. But anyway, it was just me and Guac. He was like standing in the water. And I th- I think it must have been when you were getting Remy because I had gone to get groceries. I brought Guac with me. We got a taco. We picked up groceries. We got home. And Guac got out of the car. He went in the water. And I was like unloading groceries and doing stuff. Yeah. So I go upstairs with a bunch of groceries. And I'm calling Guac and he's standing in the water. So I go in and I put the groceries on the counter and I come out and there's no sign of Guac. Yeah. All the other dogs were in the house. Which is like adrenaline city. So I like kind of wade out into the water and I look You're like, both do ways. I have to go down the road to the neighbors? To I know. Catch I her. don't see him. And I hear someone several houses down go hi there and i was like oh no are they saying hi to guac so i like grab the leash out of my car and i open the gate and i'm storming down the street like yelling into every yard like guac guac yeah guac. <laughs> like please let him come here no guac nobody comes out oh. and it's like i've got your dog back here right Fuck. all right so i'm like maybe he went the other way like usually he goes to the right into maybe the he, cul-de-sac yeah yeah maybe he went to the left uh so i'm <sighs> jogging back to the house now a little panicked because he's not in any of the normal places and i walk into the driveway and you can look up into like now our nice new front door and i see guac looking back out at me. <laughs> he snuck into the house while i was bringing the groceries in so i couldn't find him outside because he was in the house which is where i wanted him to go right like i'm, I'm right here where, where are you going he listened perfectly when i called him he zip snaked right into the house he's he's very sneaky he, he is. He's so. much better than he was before. The, 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 the difference between him and all the other dogs has been he was not afraid to get his head smashed by the door. Like all the other dogs, <laughs> Hoffs and Vink have learned that if we try to squeeze through the door and it's closing, it'll close on us and it'll hurt. Guac's like, don't care. We'll squeeze. And Voods did that too, does that too, where Voods is like, I don't care if it bounces off my brain. Yeah, but he's not a fast mover. Guac can no. sometimes get out. Guac can, just gets, that's right. Guac gets through. Voods gets stuck and then the door bounces off his head yep and he doesn't he does not care so speaking of voods um it's about four weeks out from his surgery so we're supposed to be two weeks into physical therapy pinto bean challenge yeah operation pinto bean operation pinto bean yeah um he's doing okay like i think his leg is really sore um his 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 good leg may be sore i think his whole i think actually his whole body is very sore yeah um he really dislikes the physical therapy exercises like and and i can tell like when i'll do just a few of them like one of them is you you know it's his back leg so you pick up the good leg in the back so they have to support their weight on the injured leg for like five seconds and you're supposed to do like three to five of those is a set and you're supposed to do a few sets a day and i'll just do once or twice and you can tell that it really bothers him so he doesn't have a lot of muscle in there he's got nothing i mean that leg is so skinny um and he was going for walks for a while and now he doesn't really want to so you know i think it's just going to be a slower pt recovery but i started swimming with him this week which i guess is so fun uh he doesn't think so but (laughs) (laughs) so we we have the shark life jacket now when we got voods 
You know, he was so big, he looked like an inflated tick. And we were worried, if you remember actually, the day Voods came home, he went into the water. And just kept walking was, out to the ocean. Was kind of swimming. And GR Dad came down and said, what the fuck? I was really scared. <laughs> he was very worried. And I was like, you know, I'm standing right here. He's fine. Um, but, I mean, he definitely, it was hard for him to keep himself up. And I was like, well, swimming would be good for him because he's got to lose a lot of weight. Uh, let's put the shark life jacket on him. And it didn't fit. That's right. It didn't fit to the point that I actually bought a different dog life jacket and then ended up returning it because I was like, we're not really going to use this with him. Um, So this week I put the shark life jacket on him. I had to like tighten it. It's great. He's, I mean, he was 115 pounds, I think. Something north north of 100. Yeah. He's like 83 now. He's, I mean, we have done so good. Even the orthopedic people like when i was giving them his history i was like yeah you know he's 115 and now he's 83 and they were like wow and i was like i know like since (laughs) november i'm like we have done a good job um so anyway put the life jacket on him just you know make it a little easier for him and then i just looks and it looks so good it's cool because it's got a little shark fin dorsal fin and then i'll just kind of swim him out across the channel so it's maybe 20 yards back to the shore and he's all like, nah, I don't want to go. Nah. It's funny because you, you pull him backward like you wind up those matchbox <laughs> cars. You pull him backwards, just backwards, and then he just kind of goes forward on his own to get there's back a, to shore. There's a handle on the life jacket. Yeah, so I just like back kick, pull him along, and he's kind of pissed off. That we've, I think we figured it out where part of it is that he doesn't like his face going in the water. So if I kind of lay on my back and put his paws like on my thighs and hold the handle and then swim backwards he's a little more comfortable because he's tilted up out of the water oh, that's a good. bit yeah um so we just go out there and we do like 10 rounds of that where i'll pull him out and he swims back in and he is using the injured leg and i've had dogs who've done pool therapy before and they don't really use the injured leg they'll swim with the other three but he's using it he's which not is not that great. devious yeah <laughs> i mean i think because you can just swim with the three Sure. I mean, I was just, swimming without I mean, legs. Humans dog time. paddle just with two. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that is giving me hope that like, well, that's a thing that we can do that's going to get him, you know, little stuff. So we didn't do it today because I think it was raining when it was afternoon swim I time. I think hydrotherapy is really good for them, right? It's like mm-hmm. a lot of resistance, but not the pounding. Yeah. I mean, we've had it for we had it for Queso and Bank had it for a, for a while when she had the whatever yeah. everything banged up. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So it's plus it's fun. I mean, for me to watch, it's very fun. Oh, I have I have a great time. And Jared took this lovely picture of like me and Voods, and Voods actually has a happy face on, and, and the the fin sticking up. His <laughs> fin sticking up, and I'm like sunglasses and my swimsuit. Uh, it's very it's one of my favorite pictures. We do have to get to him together with Chief Brody and his you know policeman's uniform and stuff, and get start <laughs> doing little vignettes. <laughs> now so, that we have a good shark. Yeah. So he's he's slow i mean he's definitely better than he was but it's a very slow recovery for him and i'm not shocked that he's not a stoic and enthusiastic doer of pt my other dog pie who had her acl repaired she loved doing the physical therapy she'd do her exercise every day she thought it was a great time voods we can't even get to stand up half the time he's always been had a bad attitude about doing what we want when we want it Oh, right. yeah. I mean, this is like totally independent of having three legs. He's just a stubborn, big, stubborn pinto bean. Speaking of. So I'm taking him to go do our little swim training. He's laying in the front yard. Here's what happens to us. We let Voot out. We take him out. He like will pee and then he'll find a spot and he'll lay down. And then 
it's like vote come in the house and he's like no no i'm not coming in the house hours <laughs> he will lay for hours and it outside. can be hot sun i mean like the, the he's baking like he's in an oven and he's like this is pretty comfy and we're like come get some snacks come in the house yeah. he passes out i mean there could be you know a coconut could hit the ground right oh, next to him and he care. would not would not notice yeah. yeah and he will occasionally move under the house yeah. right so he's shaded and he lays there so he was laying and I there i suspect he eats some rocks sometimes when he's down there i've seen like <laughs> drool spots and stuff so who knows what mis miscreantism he's doing so I'm like, all right, we got to do the swimming, right? Like, <laughs> get the swimming in before dinner. Uh, you know, we can't do it in the dark, obviously. So I'm like, come on, I'm trying everything. I get the leash because sometimes he'll get excited for walks, put that on him. No, won't get up. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try picking him up. No, he just like, he like rubber legs like a little kid does. <laughs> he is Nothing. so hard to deadlift. Oh, oh my, my goodness. So eventually... I just like take the cart. This was the Manchego cheese wagon, the bigger one. We've taken the sides off it, so it's just a flatbed now, and we use it to like haul around stuff. Transport we're doing. heavy loads. Yard of projects. Foods. And, Where are you, Voodoo? And uh, like trash cans and stuff. So I wheel that up to him, and I'm like, "You're getting on this," and he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, this I can totally do." So I kind of pick him up. I think I put the shark suit on him so there's a little handle oh, yeah. and kind of got his front part up there so it didn't matter if he went rubber, it was on there. And then his back part, so he was laying on his side on the <laughs> cart and I wheeled the cart into the water and rolled food off of it <laughs> into the water and then we did our swimming. He cannot <laughs> complain that his face sometimes goes underwater when no. he's so stubborn. <laughs> Dear dad wasn't home and or, I don't know where you were, but you came in and you're like, did you have to put him on the car? And I was like, I sure did. It's like halfway in the water. <laughs> Vood's face is soaking wet. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get that dog rehabbed one way or another. Oh, yeah. But again, he didn't start being this stubborn just because of the injury. He was always like this. So oh, in, in a way, absolutely. this is not a, a, has nothing really to do with it. And it makes him a, a, a bad patient because he's, he learned early that he can say no. Hopper... You know, we trained her as a puppy, and she doesn't really know the power of no the way Voods does. Mm-hmm. Voods finds it liberating to say, nah. <laughs> All right, so our other, everybody else is doing fine, and then we've got Remy updates. Yeah. Um, his blood sugar is getting better. We did a blood glucose curve, uh, I think, on Friday or Saturday. It's, and it's, it's certainly a lot better than Manchego's for many reasons. Yeah. Um, so it's getting more stable. We have increased his insulin again, uh, but the vet is still seems like we're on track to get him fixed on the 13th, which is a week from Friday. So hopefully everything's going to keep working because we have, she's like, we'll try this. I'm going to do blood glucose curve on him on Friday. And then if it's still a little high, we can go up another unit of insulin easily and we'll be able to do that blood glucose curve before he goes in for the surgery. So hopefully that's going to be okay. So nuts coming off a week from friday hopefully though the humping has gotten much better he he is almost not doing it anymore when something gets him super excited i think he still looks for the couch but uh but he's gotten much better yeah Yeah, we're still worried about it and nervous yeah i mean he'll he he goes towards brody sometimes but it's much better than it was he's just kind of calmed down so he does occasionally grab the avocado now which is it would be not for humping would be a nice misdirection. Just no, to carry no, just to, just to have something else to fixate on is good. So, uh, in addition to all of that, I heard that Voods. That's Voods. 
Come on, Voods. He doesn't need anything. I just brought him in. Look at look at that mischievous face he had. The All worst right. thing that ever happens to him is boredom. All right. I, I see you're getting up. I'll pause it. So, okay. Uh, tell us about the great road trip to Miami for the eye exam. Well, it began early in the morning. How early? Well, we got up at, in, in the fours, Ugh. as you would like to say. We left at five Ugh. because we had an 8.15, 8.20 appointment in Miami, now You're South Miami. You're a hero. You're a hero. It was fine. But I, so I fed uh, Remy, gave him his insulin shot, put him in the car. He was fine. He's a good little rider. I mean, this is the second d- car trip he's been on after the RV, really, because we didn't, I didn't pick him up from, from Virginia yeah, this right. time. Yeah, that's right. He got brought to us. Yeah. So he's been, he's been in the RV in this car, and he's, I think the car is preferable. Yeah, he did good, though. I li- brought a little bag of frozen broccoli, freeze-dried broccoli. Oh, broccoli. <laughs> Yeah, guac gets combos, and he gets freeze-dried broccoli. I mean, guac gets whatever I have in the front. (laughs) So, you know, we don't need to talk super long. If you want to kind of know about the cataract surgery, we have a Manchego episode. But basically, he has cataracts because he's diabetic. Um, They can do surgery where they basically take the lens out that's cloudy, and they put an artificial lens in. It's the same surgery they do for people. Um, you know, it's a complicated surgery. It's not without risks, as they keep explaining. It, you know, if it gets, if your eye gets infected after that surgery, which is very susceptible to, there can be all kinds of complications that end with you losing your vision or losing the eye. And so they're really cautious about it. Um, the vet who saw him is the same one who saw Cheggs, but she's pretty enthusiastic that he, that Remy will be a good candidate, assuming we get his blood work and blood sugar under yeah. control. I mean, she's saying sort of the angle is right, the aperture is right, the things she can objectively look at were good. So and we she, have... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, she gave us drops to dilate his eyes a little bit, and now he can probably see a little better because he can see around his cataracts. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't notice a huge difference. Yeah. But uh, whatever, anything. So yeah, he's on a, like four different eye drops now a couple times a day. Um, and so the plan is, uh, we're going to get him fixed. We will be rechecking his blood work before he gets fixed. Cause there's a bunch of little things to figure out there. Hopefully now that he has gone through all of his antibiotics and everything that's going to be settled down, he's going to get it fixed on the 13th, assuming all is well there. And if that blood work looks good, that will go up to the IVET and they're, you know, if that looks good, they're happy with it. Um, and then he has an appointment September 2nd to get like the full, very detailed exam, which is like an EKG and an ultrasound of the eye. This yeah. is Manchego had all of this stuff. It's like a all day kind of drop off thing. And if that all looks good, which it should, he will have the cataract surgery on September 9th, which is so, very exciting. It is. So, um, we'll see. I mean, tons of stuff can happen, especially cause there's some, there's still some things to figure out with his blood work, like his thyroid levels were off, which could just be because of the diabetes and the infection and the inflammation. And so hopefully that's going to go away. If it's not, it's a thing that's treatable. So it may get pushed back if that's something that we need to sort out. Um, but it looks like he's going to be able to get it. And that's pretty awesome. It's a good thing he enjoyed the ride because he's going to be driving that that drive a few times. Yeah. Once he gets the surgery, so he'll he'll have the surgery on a Thursday and have a recheck on Friday, so stay overnight in Miami. And then he has to go back after one week and two weeks and four weeks and then kind of every month for a while. Uh, so a lot of a lot of trips up to Miami. We should get like an apartment up there. <laughs> for one. What's the dog equivalent of the Ronald McDonald house? 
I hey, I offered to get you a hotel room so you didn't have to get up in the fours. Oh yeah, no, for that's that, this for this one. It was fine when when he's going to be there all day. You know, maybe we'll do a, a more logistical visit. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, that's good news. Um, but we, you know, we got stuff to do in the meantime. So that is the Remy update, and that's all of the dogs. Yeah, Vink's skin is better, but she's chonking up a little bit. Yeah, Vink needs to work on some more weight loss. We're working on it, but. Everybody's okay. He doesn't like to move is the problem. <laughs> so you got a German word of the week for us, dear dad? Yeah. You want me to do Taste of the Keys while you yeah, do pull? Taste of the Key first. I do have one. So the Taste of the Keys this week is that a uh, Monroe County Sheriff's deputy, or uh, was he a detective? Detective. So, Which I think is better than deputy. He was arrested for stealing six lobsters from some tourists uh it is this three years ago sheriff's no, office last detective year. last year uh yeah so he's he's been a detective for like a long time in the keys and he was charged with misdemeanor theft after an internal investigation revealed that he sold stole six spiny lobsters from some tourists who were lobstering yeah from their boat, I think. I mean, Why? it was a very random thing. Yeah, so there's not a lot of details. We kind of guess, everybody's sort of guessing that it was during mini season last year, the two days of lobster season that they do, you know, a couple weeks before full lobster season opens. Because normally a detective wouldn't be checking people's boats for lobsters, but like all hands on deck for mini season because there's thousands, tens of thousands of people who come down for that. Uh, and there were some pictures of him in 2019 posing with tourists and their oh. lobsters on their boats. He didn't take those people's lobsters. You did research. Uh, I mean, I think Gwen Fialosa, the Miami oh, yeah. Herald reporter for the Keys, did it. But they, there's a like Facebook pictures of him, you know, on some tourist boat, like holding up their lobsters. So he was on lobster duty then. And there, you know, why would he be checking for people's lobsters any other time? If you catch two small lobsters, as we have spoken about many times, like that is illegal, they throw the lobsters back into the water, alive or dead. That's right. The even if the lobster the tails are too small, they're returned to the water. Yeah, you don't get to keep them, even if you kill the lobster, because then... What's would, the incentive? That's right. So, um, so, yeah, he shouldn't have had them. But what a weird ch- It's missing charge. a lot of explanation of why he was that was a year-long investigation into it why he was charged with a misdemeanor for it i mean and i mean if i steal six lobsters from someone i might not be charged right what's the you know it's that's like a pretty minor little thing of course he's abusing his office right for sure i mean it's it's a it's a asshole cop thing to do right and it's like on one hand such a stereotypical like abusive power cop thing to do yeah which i think they're trying very hard to not have be an issue down here i mean there's there's all the problems that there are everywhere but i you know i think the sheriff's office is very aware i think the sheriff himself seems really in after this yeah uh but like it would be someone would go to the sheriff and report like hey this detective stole six of my lobsters yeah which like i mean look if the dude took six of your lobsters like absolutely do that like no judgment on reporting it but like i can't imagine i wouldn't do that i'd be like oh that's fine asshole cop maybe i would if i were really mad I th- about it i think the backstory i would suspect it's possible the backstory is this is an easier way to ter- terminate his employment oh interesting. Uh, and, and so there if there's it's not the misdemeanor charge itself which may easily be dropped right but 
if being charged with a misdemeanor violates your contract as a police officer, then it, this is an easier way to do it. And if he's otherwise a problem, um, this is not a bad t- scenario. Right? For, yeah. If I were the lawyer to the police department, I'd sort of say, look, you may not be able to get him on XYZ if it's conflicting testimony and all this, but if he's charged with a misdemeanor, you yeah, know, he, right now he is not fired or even suspended. Right. So, right. Anyway, all right, give me the German word of the week. Oh, Schneidersitz. What does that mean? Well, it's sitting with your legs crossed on the floor. Oh. And I think I, I learned it as crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> when I was in I learned school. it as Indian style, which is probably oh, yeah. offensive now. Problematic these days. That's yeah. how we, that's definitely. Yeah, I think I learned it like that when I was little too, but, but you know, I've heard it. And, and that was that was in Australia, and they were insensitive to many things. So who knows? So crisscross legs. Crisscross legs is called Schneidersitz. What does Schneider mean by itself? Tailor. So in in German, the, the idea is that the tailors used to sit cross-legged oh. so they could work on their you know yeah. with their legs the fabric draped over their legs, or they could sit in the corner and take up minimal space. <laughs> that's the theory huh. that it's the, the the way tailors sit is like that. Schneidersitz. Schneidersitz. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Go. All right. Well, this brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Someday my butt won't hurt, but today is not that day. But we're sitting down still at the end of the podcast. Stupid butt pain. I'm working on it. Uh, okay. Well, there until we go. next week, get vaccinated. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. No bite, no pinch. Bye. Bye.